0: This is Big Talk. Michael Glab here. My guest in the studio today, Sue Rall, a local entertainer. But she entertains in very strange ways. (laughs) She warned me. It's going to get weird. It's going to get weird. You are involved with something called aerial silks. I am. What What the heck are aerial silks?
1: Well, it's not actually silk. It's kind of a misnomer there. Um, it's a very long strand of nylon fabric that is hung from a rigging point, securely uh-huh. and safely. Um, and we do acrobatics off of it. So we climb it. And I always, I just did the um, describe your hobby in a really bad form. And my way of describing it is like, I climb a piece of fabric like a fat house cat and then wrap myself up in it. And then willingly drop myself
0: towards the earth. <laughs> So. And, and and so what's involved are sort of acrobatic poses and yeah. so
1: forth? Yeah, so it's kind of like, I mean, one of, one of my usual routines, I'll go up and I'll do a foot lock on each foot and then go into a split. So my weight is distributed across the silks. So I'm suspended that way. So you can suspend yourself by, you know, doing foot locks, or you can wrap it around your waist, or you can wrap it around your knee.
0: Well, what is a foot lock? What does this mean?
1: Um, You wrap the silk around your foot so you can essentially stand on the silk. Uh So it makes like a little, kind of makes a stirrup.
0: My previous guest said that she saw you and others Mm -hmm. perform on these pieces of nylon or what have (laughs)
1: you. Flying across the stage on some curtains.
0: At the trash and refashion. Shows. Yes. Oh, yes. You had um, done that.
1: Yes, I work with Isabella Studios, and we perform as a troupe um, on various occasions. And we have done the trash and refashion show on a couple of a couple of years. It's been a while since we've been there.
0: There's more people than just There's you a doing. A lot this of us. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Is it one person on stage at a time, or is it several people in in the way- choreographed?
1: Yeah, it's several people choreographed. The way we had done that show, we had, I think in this one, three different rigging points one kind of in the center and then two on the sides. Um, so you can have multiple levels going on at the same time. One person can be up, setting up for a big dramatic drop, and the two on the other sides doing kind of like an atmospheric thing. And so, like, you kind of take turns um, doing your poses throughout the choreography.
0: Do you have muscles like iron now? Is that basically what we're saying? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There's there's all sorts of muscly things going on. What I've just pulled out of one of my. What did you develop
0: more than you had before when you after you got into this thing?
1: Definitely upper body strength. I, upper body. Yeah, I came from a roller derby background, which is yeah. how we met originally. Um, so I was very conditioned from the waist down. I that had is Had a right. really good core to begin with, but. Um, didn't really have a whole lot of upper body strength. And when I retired from Derby, I'd promised myself that I would still do something that had, uh, all the adrenaline mm-hmm. that I got from roller Derby, but would still, but would kind of push me into something a little bit more artistic uh-huh. and silks came along at the perfect time. I signed up for a six weeks course and it clicked and Six months later, I was offered a chance to start training to be an instructor because they liked the way that I broke down some moves to explain to another student. And so I started training and then got certified as an instructor and had been teaching for, ooh, almost three years now.
0: You know, you did mention the studio. Mm -hmm. Now, is that the same as the place where you got your education yes or, okay yes. so repeat it for me because i didn't quite catch it
1: it's azabella studios azabella
0: azabella and how does one uh, learn about this there's a website I should there's hope. a
1: website there is a facebook page um the website is azabellastudio.com um, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i know clever there's yeah you can find us on instagram all the all the social media platforms were
0: you were talking about the uh, nylon being uh, uh, graded mm-hmm. to carry people's weight. Do different sizes of you performers have to use different grades of this nylon? Oh,
1: that's a good question. Um, generally, no. It's okay. graded. It's strong enough that it's really going to hold. I mean, up to about three thousand pounds this is about its breaking point, which is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Come take a class. Um, do guys do this? Oh yeah, absolutely. Not a whole lot. Why not? Um, I think it has that, that stigma of it being a feminine art, but it's really not because it's a circus art. And so if you think about how many aerialists are actually in the circus or male, it's pretty male dominated if you think about the trapeze artist mm-hmm. tradition. But yeah, with silks, I feel like just because it's fabric and it's very flowy and it's kind of dance oriented, um, we don't see a whole lot of men coming into it but we do get them and they do really take to it well it's
0: i would assume you're talking gravity here yes okay you said this stuff is graded mm-hmm. but the attachment points mm-hmm. what are you attaching to
1: um it depends on um the structure that you're in in the theater will be attaching to um, sometimes at the bus drum we attach to the catwalk
0: and that can hold that three thousand pounds
1: and it's it's a little different in every space Um, some places you can rig to their flies some places you can't it depends on what's above it so if it's you know if it's a hemp rope probably not something that you want to rig to Um, if it's cable or um, chain then you know, but you also have to t- discuss that with the riggers that are yeah. in the building, too. And then there's insurance and all that fun stuff. So
0: so are you insured to do this? Yes. Personally? Yes. So that, you don't, if you break your neck?
1: Yeah, it's actually, if I'm performing, it's more, my insurance applies more to the audience in case I were to oh. fly out into the audience and land on some and poor audience. Somebody and on somebody on the head. It's really more about protecting them and not about me, but... Yes, wow. I am insured.
0: What yeah. kind of injuries come about from this kind of, if any?
1: You know, com- if I were to compare it with my roller derby injuries, yeah, not a lot. Because um, I mean, there's I always a-
0: those big, m- huge black and blue spots right. on your butt. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I think I dislocated everything I could dislocate when I was in roller derby. Wow. Yeah, I mean I've had. You know, some hamstring pulls and stuff like that because I do like really big wide splits and stuff like that. And it's more from overuse than it is, you know, you don't get that, that contact like you do. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, from Nobody's trying
0: to knock you on your, on your can.
1: No, no. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Although I have combined, (laughs) I have combined a roller derby with um, an aerial routine with Joan of Dark. Do you remember her from Naptown? Uh, she was a student of mine, and uh, we did a Lyra routine together, her and her Naptown uniform and me and my BHRD uniform, <laughs> with roller skates on, and started out with, like, a roller derby battle and then, like, took it to the air with our skates on. It was pretty amazing. Oh,
0: that's insane. Yeah. And you survived it. Yeah. There, no broken bones from it? No. You, you have all your No, limbs.
1: and we're still friends.
0: And, you and you're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> You have your own nylon, right?
1: I do, yes. So you
0: buy your own nylon. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's all you need for the suspension.
1: Oh, there's all sorts of stuff. So you need, uh, there's all sorts of carabiners, and there's a Rescue 8, and like all sorts of crazy Rescue 8. It's a, it is the ring that goes, that the silk is actually woven through, Uh that holds the silk together. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's a carabiner above that, and then a swivel so you can spin, and then another carabiner. And then whatever rigging you're using to attach to say you're doing a freestanding rig or um, if you're attaching to a theater, you know.
0: So you have uh, gone out and purchased all those things.
1: I have. Or some of them. Yeah, I have my own freestanding rig. So if I have a gig that I've been booked for, then if I can't rig to the structure that I'm performing in, then I can bring my own rig and set it up, assuming that they have enough space
0: for it. Like a big type of frame thing. It's
1: like a big, it's a giant tripod.
0: Or, 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 or. or a hangman's noose. Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. It kind of looks like one of those giant things that you hang like a big sporting fish from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind
0: of what it looks like. <laughs> In leotards.
1: In yeah. leotards, yeah.
0: And leotards.
1: Oh, my. Yeah, I can talk about leotards forever. <laughs> Cat suits. But, yeah, um, the leotard's very important. <laughs> the leotard is very important.
0: Yes. Um, Otherwise, you're naked and, well, you know,
1: the, Yeah, there's they're that. Lost. That's a different show. Yeah. That's a totally different show. Yeah, laws. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, laws. No, <laughs> oh, laws!
1: <laughs> With silks, br- you have to have something that's like nice and form fitting because you can catch your clothes in it. And then if you're setting yourself up for a drop, and your shirt—if I have something blousey on—catches in the fabric, you can either get stuck or slip out, or yeah.
0: Neither of which you want. Neither. Now that they. brings up another thing. Now I notice you have nice long hair I down do. to your shoulder mm-hmm. blades. You can't have it like that when you perform. Am I correct or what?
1: It depends on the choreography. Ah. Um, if I do something where I'm going to wear my hair long or a hair piece that has, you know, something that hangs off of it, because I do have some pieces that looks like hair. They're called, uh, oh, good God, again, Falls or what? <laughs> kind of, yeah.
0: I don't know. Wigs? Um, I wigs.
1: Know. Let's say wigs. Um. They kind of look like dreadlocks. They're really cool. Oh, I Cyberlocks, see. a friend of mine makes them, and they're beautiful. They're called what? Cyberlocks. They're like Cyberlocks? The, they're like little cords, and they're springy, and they're in all sorts of colors and glittery and really beautiful, so it looks like you've got this big head of hair, and they're <laughs> bouncy. Um, if I wear those, I have to choreograph specifically yeah. around it, so I'm not getting myself into a knot where it's going to catch it and then pull my hair or, yeah.
0: If, if we were to come see you do this soon... Mm-hmm. Where would we go Do you have anything uh, lined up soon oh,
1: aerial gigs I don't have a whole lot of aerial gigs lined up right now um,
0: is there a season
1: no it's a it's a it's a thing for all seasons we do with Isabella, we set up regular um, student recitals mm-hmm and uh, we'll probably do another one in the summer, mm-hmm. but you can always catch us. I mean, we usually do Lotus Festival. We're out on nah. the
0: street, and. Um, what is the age range of people who do this?
1: It is all over the place. We, with our students, we start at age six, um, and I, one of our mentors, she's in her seventies and she's still doing it. And no, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't even get out of bed. I know. If I'm she not does 70. stuff in
1: her warm up that I will probably never ever do in my career. Um, she's incredible. Um, I'm jealous. But yeah, me too. Yeah, you should be <laughs>
0: craziness.
1: Yeah, it's insane. But I mean I there's something that I feel like there's something that everybody can do within the aerial arts, even though it looks rather unattainable. Um people seem to think that you have to have all sorts of upper body strength just to start with and there is always something that I can get you into um, to get you that experience.
0: Do you enjoy being on stage?
1: I, I do. I, I, I'm kind of a reluctant performer. Huh. Um, yeah, I'm a little weird about it. I really love it, but then like when it's done I'm really happy to be done with it because I get very nervous about it.
0: So you're, you're you're concerned about it being perfect or yeah. something on that order, yeah. and then once it's finished, you say, "Well, I you know I didn't land on anybody's head exactly,
1: yeah. And my, I didn't
0: break my own neck."
1: My my normal uh, thought process of it is, you know, the routine is five minutes long. So if it's a good five minutes, great. If it's a bad five minutes, then at least it was only five minutes of mm-hmm. my life. Um, but okay. I really I. I want it to be really good, and I want people to be completely blown away by stuff that we do in the air.
0: Can you rehearse at home, or do you have to go to the studio? I
1: can't. Um, I don't have a rig at home.
0: Um, oh, I thought you said you. you I have. A,
1: I do have a freestanding rig that I can set up outside, Oh, and outside. I can put it inside. Um, just not quite. As so high. it's a height
0: issue. Yeah, outside. it's a
1: height well, that makes space. Sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: Buy a home with higher ceilings.
1: Well, right? I have a, high, a home with very high ceilings, but to get it rigged properly to be able to do what we do, it's extremely expensive. So, yeah, it's yeah. a bit inhibitive.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. Now, but that's not the only stage work you do. You <laughs> no. do other stage work. I do other stage work. There are drag shows. Yeah. Now, what's this all about? Oh, my gosh. This craziness um, this now. This
1: craziness. Um, I, I, I always love drag. I've been going to drag shows since I was not old enough to go into a bar. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, and. What
0: is it about drag shows that attracts you?
1: It's just fun. It's just people expressing their joy. I, you know, I love that. It's artistic. The costuming is always amazing. The makeup is always amazing. Um. It's just always been something that I've really loved, and I've always loved the people there. So. Um,
0: and so, how long ago? Uh, when, when did you start doing that? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say. You don't have to betray your no. age, but. No. Oh, oh.
1: um, I had. You a, are
0: twenty-one, I think, aren't you?
1: Times a couple, yes, yeah, but yeah. yes. Yeah, I I got the opportunity to do it a year ago. A friend of mine who had been doing had been performing as a drag king for a number of years. Uh, was going to be in a show called Princes and Kings, where the drag kings would bring in a new performer, which would be a prince, and that was their prince. So,
0: all right, time you're like, wait, time <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's some uh, uh, terminology okay. here that we've we'll got to straighten up. out. I've always known of the term drag queen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is a drag
1: king? A drag king um, is essentially it's the same. Well, so. As women, we would dress as male impersonators.
0: So if you do it, mm-hmm. you're a drag king.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
0: I did not know this.
1: See, you learn something new every That's day. That's why
0: we have this show, <laughs> for goodness sake.
1: We'll have to get you at a show. There's there's magic going on. Oh, you're
0: up. not kidding. Where are some of these shows?
1: Um, You can see us at the back door. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just right across the street. Yeah. Yeah. We could go there right now. We could go right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're open, but yeah. But yeah.
0: Um, and how often?
1: Um, they have shows every week. Weekly, yes. Um, I'm generally performing at least once or twice a month. Not on a regular schedule, but you can find my character um, on a bill. Usually, <laughs> and you
0: feel the same way about this stage performing as you do with your uh, uh, aerials. Uh, yeah, uh, you're nervous. Yeah, you want it to be perfect.
1: I'm a little nutty about it. I try my character that I've developed um is kind of like a washed out glam rocker. So like, you know, he's all he's burnt out, he's tattooed. I spend a lot of money on fake tattoos on him. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just get the real thing at this point. But um but yeah, in his mind, he's he's in a stadium. Whenever he hits the stage, he's in a stadium. So like in his head even though he's in this tiny little yeah. pub, he's still seeing pyrotechnics on the side of his, you know, right. in his peripheral. And laser
0: lights. And, and laser lights, shop. and
1: Tawny Katane is behind him, and, you know, <laughs> it's all happening in his head.
0: So <laughs> I am so thrilled that finally, on Big Talk,
1: Tawny Katane, Tawny Katane was
0: referenced.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was married to a baseball player.
1: What? Yeah. And not just the singer from, what was it? White Snake was that his name? What,
0: what, what do you think these people are married forever? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. If
1: they can't make it. Can you, Mike? I don't think any of the rest of us. Yeah.
0: Have what mm-hmm. hope is there? Mm-mm. There <clears throat> is none. So, but here's anyway, this, here's this king. What's his name? Jamie Spangle. Jamie Spangle. Jamie Spangle. Wow.
1: Yeah, rhymes with dangle. It's just yeah, I know. And, um, I just raised
0: my eyebrow. Did you? Yeah, yeah I know. I You're like,
1: okay, rein it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whenever and it's usually like some sort of glam rock song that I do with him, and uh, there's guitars and there's smoke machines and confetti and silly string and sometimes a Tonicatane type of character yeah. happens, and yeah, it's just, there's cat suits and it's just it's insanity. And Why people have love I love it, and been in I don't know it's crazy, I don't yeah, I don't know, but I, for some reason, they keep asking me back, and
0: it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be there,
1: yeah, the drag King shows are a blast. There's a little bit of everything, and I'll be doing a little live singing, I think, which will be new because you know, I have to like throw some sort of Wait, terrifying you, thing at my mean the,
0: you, you haven't been live singing prior to this?
1: I did one other um.
0: Jamie, I thought, Jamie. was a singer.
1: <laughs> yes. Most of it's done uh, lip-syncing, uh-huh. as, you know, like a, the traditional drag Give queen. Give me an way.
0: example of a song that you lip-sync to.
1: Oh, well, my, my breakout song was I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness, which is my favorite band, and I could talk about them forever. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of sad and wonderful at the same time.
0: We're going to have another show on uh, on your thoughts about darkness.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. I can, yeah. We could go for days.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, that's one that I—that was the one that I started with, and that was the routine that has the guitar with the confetti and the silly string in it and the cat suit. And I tried to bring in—if you remember the video—it was like every little bit of glam rock cheesery was in it. So
0: oh, stop being redundant. Please. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just All
1: stop. Right. Yeah. So.
0: In these drag shows that are at the back door Mm -hmm. regularly, regularly, what is the breakdown of kings and queens?
1: Um, I think it's primarily there's mostly queens there. The the uh, house entertainer is Argenta Perone, and she is amazing. She organizes all the shows. Good God, you need to get her in here. She's incredible. There's Um, an idea. I'm
0: writing a note. Yeah, do
1: it now. So their, their general shows are mostly drag queens. Uh-huh. Um, there have been more kings coming in.
0: Do, do you inspire anybody that someone said, if she can do it, I can do it?
1: I think so. I've had a few people come up to me and say that they're really interested in doing drag king shows and asking advice, which I kind of cower from because I'm like, I don't know if I'm the person you should ask, but I'm really flattered by that. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of inspired other people to be... You know, just kind of get out there and try it. Share your weirdness. That's what I always advocate.
0: Now you're not an utter weirdo, I'm because not. no, uh, now you're disappointed. <laughs> oh, I said
1: man, that. I'm a little sad <laughs> that about ruins that. Oh. it? Oh,
0: you have a beautiful young daughter who I, I believe do. is one day going to be skating uh, with the uh, roller girls. I
1: think that's possible. Yeah,
0: it's possible. Mm-hmm. What is the minimum age for the roller girls? Is it 18?
1: No, they have a junior league, and I uh-huh. I don't know what the starting age is now. I think it's eleven. Mm-hmm. It may be lower than that, though. I'm not sure.
0: So Zoe, uh-huh. who is your daughter, you're hoping to get her maybe one day into roller derby. She's into it. What about silks? Can she do
1: silks? She does do silks. She or nylons? <laughs> or
0: nylons. <laughs> is nylons. Is she wearing nylons?
1: No, she's not. But you know, she does have leggings. Um, How old is she? She's six. She's six. Uh, she does aerials. She just did, we do circus camps with, uh, Isabella. And so she's been doing circus camp.
0: What is a circus camp?
1: It's just kind of like a day camp where kids get a chance to try out different apparatus. So they get to try the lira, which is the ring, the big metal ring that you can do acrobatics on. Oh, really? Uh, we have static trapeze. There's Olympic rings that we have, which we don't use a lot. Um, and then they get to try silk hammock, which is... Rigged in a loop rather than the two strands that Uh come down, Um, so they get to try a little bit of everything. Is she good? She's really good.
0: Is she? And she's not afraid. Um, No, that's the thing about. I would be petrified of kids.
1: They just don't really have much fear. Uh
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Me, when I get up and I, you know, wrap myself for a drop, my brain starts calculating all the insurance costs if things go wrong. So she doesn't have that instilled in her yet. So (laughs) she just goes for it. But, yeah, she's really strong and flexible and loves it. And um, yep. uh, This brings
0: up a thing. Have you ever succumbed to gravity? Have you ever hit the dirt?
1: I, I haven't hit the dirt, but I have fallen out of a stunt.
0: So what, what stopped you from, like, going to the um,
1: center of the earth? Luckily,
0: you...
1: <laughs> luckily I, I had that one last chance grab. Oh. I was doing one of my favorite moves. It's called an invert spin. Doesn't it sound terrifying? Yeah, it does. Death-defying. Yeah, you spin yourself. You're in what's called a hip key, where you're kind of seated to the side. Uh And then you're wrapped so that when you, you kind of go into a drop where you drop your head down towards the floor and your toe catches you up on top where the silk is nice and tight. Um, and you straighten your body out, and you spin really fast, and it's beautiful. They're it's, spinning in Oh, gosh. We spin everything. It's fantastic. Oh, my heaven. Oh, my goodness. So I had made the mistake and spun myself in the wrong direction. So when I went to do my toe catch, inertia took my foot in the opposite direction, and I rolled right out of it. peaks Eeks. And luckily caught myself at the last minute before he hit the ground, which, you know, kind of did a little damage to the shoulder.
0: Ooh. Now, what Nothing do you bad. think? Do you think the audience knew that this was uh, some kind of mistake?
1: Luckily, this was not at a performance. It ah. was at um, a class, and it was the, at the end of class. I was also very tired. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So That's only, when injuries happen. Yeah, it is. It's true. So only students saw it,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: luckily, and not
0: many. <laughs> Sue. Yes. Where were you raised?
1: I was raised in Rolling Prairie, Indiana.
0: Where the heck is that?
1: I know everybody says that. I normally don't even say Rolling Prairie. I usually say Laporte, or uh-huh. sometimes I don't even say that. I say South Bend or Michigan City because nobody knows where that is. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, but it's but,
0: and then you say Indiana, and they say where is like, that? Why? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of smack in the middle of uh, Michigan City and South Bend, so uh-huh. a region rat, which I didn't even realize it was called the region until I moved down here
0: that same everyone
1: here. kept saying it like oh you're from the region like what's that know what that yeah. is yeah but yeah very small one stoplight not even a stoplight one stop
0: sign how big was the family
1: um my family was small um I have a sister and a brother my dad's family was quite large he was one of ten children The milkman? Yes,
0: yeah. He was a milk driver. He was a milk milk truck driver. But as you you explained to me, he wasn't the guy who brought the milk to your door. He was the guy who went to the farm.
1: He went to the farm and picked up the big, giant milk cans and carried them over his shoulder and put them on the truck.
0: He must have been strong. He
1: was very strong, yeah.
0: And so how did you wind up here in Bloomington, Indiana, (laughs) which is...
1: Yeah right. I, um, I I was a student at IUSB and uh-huh. studied theater and costuming and decided to transfer, um, and made the move down here. And like most of my friends, <laughs> never left.
0: So theater, theater stage, mm-hmm. the show. I know, which I was normally been, back,
1: back. I liked. I was very comfortable backstage, and then uh-huh. like as things developed.
0: Now you're a big star. Oh, yes. You He's walk down the literally,
1: street. Literally tens of people have seen me. <laughs> yeah,
0: tens. <laughs> tens.
1: Maybe ten. Let's just say ten.
0: <laughs> so you wound up here. You had friends here, and you said, hey, this is a good place to hang out for the rest of yeah. my life.
1: Yeah.
0: Rolling Prairie, mm-hmm. or what the heck ever you called that town, which <laughs> that I've never heard town. of in, in my life. Could you do your drag show there, and would there be an audience?
1: Not in Rolling Prairie. Because it's not
0: big enough? Is that
1: Oh, it's very conservative. I mean, it's a a farming town. Um, And
0: they would say you're a spawn of the devil.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But South Bend, which is, you know, 20 miles away, which is where I went to school, that's where I started going to drag shows. Ah. Um, Yeah, at a place called Truman's, which was... Actually, part of Truman Capote's old property, which is crazy. Wait
0: what? a minute. Yeah. One of my favorite authors of all time. Yeah. He had property over there. Mm-hmm. What a life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's crazy. It's fun. I try to keep it fun and weird.
0: Not Let me normal. ask you this. Do you make any money at it? No. You got things going on. I
1: have something. I got some stuff going on.
0: <laughs> You are an entertainer. Sue (laughs) Rawl, she goes up in the air on aerial silks, Mm -hmm. actually aerial nylons. Mm -hmm. She is uh, also Jamie Spangle almost regularly at the back door. Mm -hmm. I thank you for being on Big Talk. Thank you.